Welcome to episode 30 of the Painting Experience podcast. Listen as founder Stuart Cubley explores the potential of the emerging field of process arts and shares inspiration from his ongoing workshops and retreats. It's easy to get hooked on the rush we get when we like what we've painted or when somebody else says it's great. Shifting our focus from outcome to process requires a courageous about-face, embracing emptiness as we allow our experience to find its own integrity. I received an email recently from a woman who had participated in her first online painting session with me. And in fact, it was her very first process painting session. And afterwards, she sent me this. I was ambivalent about the session afterwards, wanting that dopamine hit of a beautiful end result. Then it dawned on me that I had been fighting my inner judge the whole session. Hooked on needing affirmation, I felt naked with my own creativity. And I remembered that little girl who stopped drawing and tore up her paper in frustration because it didn't look right. I thought this was great. It was such a insight and a perspective to bring after her first process painting session and to recognize that need for that dopamine hit of external affirmation and the emptiness of that and also how deeply encultured it is and embedded in the very upbringing that we have where we're identified with the outcome of our activity rather than the activity itself. And then she went on to say, This process painting is very powerful. The feeling of nowhere to hide, face-to-face with yourself alone, is indescribable and has to be experienced. I thought I understood the purpose of process painting, and I did intellectually, but now it's an embodied experience, miraculous and surprising. I often say that to engage process painting is to make an about-face And it's an about-face from our addiction to external affirmation, to something that is inherently much more satisfying, which is an internal affirmation. We don't really know how to do this. We are so habituated to looking for affirmation outside of ourselves. Whenever someone likes the painting or says something positive about our result, or we like our own painting, They're equally external affirmations. And to make the about-face, to actually turn towards yourself in this essential way that process painting invites you into, does require facing an internal emptiness. There's a sense of being naked in front of yourself. A certain way, being devoid of self There's almost like it's a no-self state because we're constantly defining ourselves through the affirmations externally. When we stop doing that and look without that lens, there seems to be nothing there. Wow, who am I? I don't know what to do. I don't have any measuring stick. I don't have any criterion for moving forward. There's a tremendous emptiness, and I might say a tremendous potential. And I guess that it takes a certain dissatisfaction with the superficiality of all of the external affirmations that we're subjected to and expected to respond to that readies someone to make this about face. There has to be a certain way in which you just feel like this is not enough. 
this is not satisfying me deeply. I know there's more integrity. And so when you do make this about face, and you do turn towards the emptiness, something magic happens. Within that emptiness, within that void that seems to present itself when you drop the external, there's a light. There's something that happens spontaneously. It's not in order to avoid the emptiness. It's something that genuinely emerges from that space. It wants to take form. It's a color. It's a stroke. It's an image. And in the beginning, we don't recognize this. We often dismiss it. We often think, oh, that's just because, or oh, I've done that before, or that's not significant. We don't know how to view it with any real perspective. And so part of the process is learning to recognize and then respect that which emerges from not knowing, that which emerges from that space. And then dare to give it form, dare to take it and to say, okay, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but it's been given to me. It came to me. And so I take that first tentative step. I let the brush move with that new light that is shining through me. I don't know how to do it really, but it seems to want to go this way and it shows up on the paper. And then of course, given how habituated we are to the external affirmation mind, we will step back and often judge it and say, oh, that's so paltry. That is so unworthy. And we find ourselves then back in product-oriented mind, judging mind, bringing in that habit of not being good enough. This is something that comes up again and again and again in this process, of course, is not being good enough. Sometimes people think, this is an issue I've got. I've got to work on my issue of not being good enough. I can see where it's tied into my childhood, and it's because of my parents, and it's because of these experiences I've had in the past, and I've got an issue. Well, I think everyone's got an issue, and I think we've all got the same issue, and I don't think it's necessarily something that is because of an experience. I think it's because of the way in which we're looking. I think it's because we are looking through this lens of external affirmation, and in doing so, missing the internal affirmation that can come through facing this emptiness, that can come through feeling naked and undefended, and therefore willing to receive. Because in that moment of feeling undefended, we're willing to receive. Something can come through. Once we let down our demands and our judgments and our preferences and say, okay, what's there? Something comes through. There was another woman in that same session who made this comment. Letting go to the imagination is bigger than the imagination. I thought that really points to the essence here. Letting go to the imagination is bigger than the imagination. In other words, it's the act of opening. It's the act of seeing the light within the emptiness that is really the important thing. The form that it takes is none of your business. <laughs> and I often say this to people when they start going on about feeling that it's insufficient, that what they've done is insufficient. I'll say, why are you so involved with something that's none of your business? 
Your business is the act of giving birth. The form that arises is always going to be limited. It's always going to be something that's just color and paint on paper. It's never going to be enough. It's never going to satisfy that deeper need. The deeper need is the affirmation that comes from the contact itself. That the creative source is actually there, alive and well, waiting for us. And if we turn towards it, that very act is the whole deal. Something's going to come out of it, and there'll be a painting, and you'll either like it or don't like it, and you'll be enthralled by it or you'll judge it. And then that changes depending on the moment you're looking at it. But all of that is on a totally different level. It doesn't matter. What really matters is that willingness to penetrate and to explore and to not turn away from the essential emptiness where our true self is found. You can learn more about the painting experience and find a list of upcoming process painting workshops by visiting our website at www.processarts.com. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. The theme music for this podcast comes from Stefan Jacob. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join us again soon.